0: the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with a super exciting episode. Today in the house, I've got Craig Sawman Sawyer, former Navy SEAL, and now he's uh, out crushing life and um, helping a lot of people, and we'll get into more of that. Craig, welcome to the show, brother.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on. Good chat, I'm sure. Sure.
0: Yeah, and for those of you that um, are listening, you can't see uh, Craig has some beautiful backgrounds, like a nice wood background. It uh, looks like a nice place to be, but we know that's digital fake, right?
1: No, <laughs> it's it's, it's, real? it's yeah, it's a physical but it's a, but it's a backdrop.
0: Oh man, it's nice. It's real Thanks. nice. So, it's really cool. So man, um, you know, we uh we met at an event down in Miami. Um, I had a few a couple friends, Pat Militich and um, um who was the other person uh that introduced us uh matt couch Matt couch actually we had we had breakfast at an event down in florida we finally got to meet and lo and behold we got talking about health that is always seems to be the topic when i'm around folks so um why don't you tell us
1: if you want to get anything done right i mean
0: yeah you got to have it right yeah so how old are you today
1: 57 i'll be 58 in october
0: 57 all right cool all right. So why don't you walk us through, like, because for somebody that, you know, um, especially for our military veterans out there, um, you know, this is a this going to be a really powerful episode because we're going to show you how to heal yourself, um, not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually. That's the goal here today. And a lot of you that are out there that are not in the military, you're, you've been through similar things, right? Right. You could have a parent that like that was a drill sergeant, right? <laughs> and and very, very militant and, you know, um, and maybe a lot of chaos in the family. Maybe there was drug abuse or uh, physical abuse, molestation, these types of things. We'll be talking about that later in the third segment. But um, there's a lot of things and a lot of baggage that people are carrying around, not just the toxic physical garbage of pesticides and fungicides and toxins and all this crap, but also emotional baggage that's weighing down our immune system and not allowing us to really leave uh, our full um, happy, uh, life. So Craig, why don't you get into like, first off, what made you decide to, to, um, to, to become a seal? And then what was that training like?
1: Well, I wanted to become the seal a Navy seal, because they were, they had the reputation of being far and away the, the baddest and most fierce warriors anywhere on the face of the planet. And uh, I was reading what little there was about the Navy SEALs in the early 80s and I really just wanted to go become one. I, I had, had a good job in downtown Houston, but I did not feel um, satisfied. I just wanted to go live this life of adventure and travel the world and solve major problems and and work with people who were these supreme overachievers.
0: How old and were you when that when you were when you went into the, doing that? Uh,
1: I was twenty three when I went into to the Navy. So mm-hmm. I, um, you know, I had a, a chance to to do other things. I was already doing other things, but it, I could tell it just wasn't going to cut it for me. I, I had too much drive and too much ambition to go and live this extraordinary life, jumping out of airplanes and locking out of submarines and, and, you know, body snatching bad guys and being a sniper and all these things that uh, you can't do as a civilian <clears throat> wanted to go and just experience all that. And, most importantly, the reason why was I wanted to defend, to defend everybody that I cared about. My I was proud of, of our country and proud to be a, an American and a Texan, and I wanted to go make sure that our freedoms and liberties are protected. So I went off to Navy SEALs and the, had to go through uh, 10 months of tech school to become a, 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 a uh, gunner's mate missiles tech to have a, a rating because... If the Navy feels like, well, with such a high attrition rate going through BUDS, you're probably not going to make it. So you need to have a technical job for us to put you in, in the Navy fleet. And so gunners mate, missiles tech was what um, I had to be trained for. So 10 months up there doing page long math equations as fast as I could of every type uh, you know, day and night. It was really, really exhaustive education on that, something that I would never use. (laughs) I had to have as a qualification. So it's just one of the many, many schools I've been through. So uh, not a lot of sleep, just cramming, cramming. And I I got out of a lot of the extra duty assignments that they would have us mop and strip and wax, strip and mop and wax and buff the floors of all four decks of the barracks facility every night. I got out of that by being part of the swim team. So I would go swim two miles in the pool Every night the underwater side stroke, so um, it was a great exercise, and uh, I would do that every night. And trying to get fast for the SEAL teams, and then went through buds and six months of grinding, overtraining. It's really really hard on your body. They say it takes a year for your body to fully recover just from hell week, because uh, you don't sleep during hell week, and you're you're just overtraining your body, and there's no way that you can recover. So. Getting out of buds uh, and into a SEAL team was a relief, <laughs> and then uh, it's it's bigger and better from there. So life in the SEAL teams was pretty abusive on the joints. It was rewarding as far as knowing that you were doing something that a lot of people could never and would never do for your country and fascinating adventure. But uh, exposed to a lot of a lot of different um, chemicals and breathing a closed circuit underwater rig that so when it gets wet it's toxic and you're breathing that into your lungs and you cleaning solvents and your hands are in it and you're running weapons that are off gassing burnt um, uh, gunpowder and, and uh, all the lead dust in the, uh, the baffle ranges and the indoor shoot houses and all the different things. You're just shooting millions of rounds of ammunition and breathing the gases and dealing with the chemicals and things like that. So you're exposed to quite a bit that, that really attacks your immune system in a SEAL team. Then in the war zones, I don't want to just run on, uh, but in the war zones, you know, there a lot of these people over in the Middle East and in Afghanistan, they burn all their trash. And, you know, when I was clearing targets on, on live operations, capturing Iraqi prisoners, you know, they were, the targets were saturated with depleted uranium rounds. They'd been hit with that and things were burning and the sky was burning and black with uh, oil rig fires that Saddam Hussein had set and burning ships, you know, oil tanker ships that were sinking. And we were boarding the ships and capturing the prisoners that were on there and jumping off of there and doing the same for oil rigs. And getting anthrax shots or again and again and again and getting inoculated with every manner of thing that the military figures you need to be inoculated with that uh, you don't have a choice really in the military at least back then we we, we didn't think we had a choice and so i just um, about four years ago my, i started suffering some pretty severe health decline and i felt like my light was fading my eyes were kind of grayish yellowish and i just felt like i had no energy and um, sleepy all the time i felt like my light was fading so
0: well let's go back really quick to that um you know you brought up a a point that's kind of near and dear to me over here which was you said the depleted uranium right so for those listening that are familiar with chemtrails um you know, maybe you can talk about that, but you know, when I learned about chemtrails from Dr. Richard Blaylock's work and how they're spraying these nanosized aluminum particles in the air. And like yesterday, there was like, you know, I don't know, 14 or 15 chemtrails right across our sky. I can see one right now in my window here. And, um, these are still metal, even though they're nanosized. So they're with gravity, they're going to fall. And people think, Oh, that's just a, uh, that's conspiracy theory. Well, check with the biology people because they're doing soil samples and water samples and plant samples and the aluminum toxicity has been going up and some of the plants are actually dying of aluminum toxicity. So for me, um, you know, being a health coach and working with people with Alzheimer's and dementia and memory loss and watching our baby boomers suffer from memory loss, um, you know, one of the first things we do is we get them off of all that old school aluminum cookware and get them off sugar. Two things that are really causing problems that aluminum really disrupts the neural pathways. And when you are breathing in these particles, it goes up your orifactory nerve in your nose and into your brain and, you know, causes memory loss. So, um, my grandpa went through it and I remember calling Dr. Treadway up when I found our formulator, when I said, Hey man, you know about these chemtrail things? And he's like, Oh yeah, they've been around for years. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I am not going out like my grandpa. There is no way I want to live like that way. Cause my body will be fit. His mind was gone like him, I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to be that type of a burden on my family. Um, I said, we need a solution for this. And he said, oh, I already got that. And it was actually, he was working with a 30-year veteran um, medical doctor for, at the VA. And the VA was saying what you said. He said that the soldiers were coming back and they were literally dying from exposure to the depleted uranium that was used in those tank rounds. In fact, to this day, back in Afghanistan, Iraq, a lot of the children are being born, um, have cancer um, today because of it, right? Because they're exposed to it. So all the little kids over there, they didn't have anything to do with the war. Now they're suffering from cancer from the depleted uranium. So you uh, military people over there working there, you know, you come in there two days after, a week after, a month after you're sweeping the area out or doing whatever, you're breathing that shit in, right? It's getting into your system. So
1: Minutes after. (laughs)
0: Or minutes after. Yeah. Yeah. Minutes after the tank. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter, but it's there. Right. Minutes after, a week after, a year after, it's still there. And that's why you guys were exposed to it probably at the most. And then it's still affecting children being born today and the people over there. It's bioaccumulating in their fat and their muscle tissue and their blood. So for the veterans listening, if you went on tour, like you were over there dealing with this stuff, um, good news is is that there are things to get it out. So Treadway heard the story and he felt. Uh, morally obligated he came up with a couple formulas and then told this VA doc about him and the VA doc couldn't even tell people like hey, this is your problem or he would have lost his license and he couldn't give him a solution. he was like handcuffed which is it just kind of makes you wonder like what the hell's going on like why can't we admit that our own you know rounds are causing the problem like it's there's no probably they don't want to get in trouble for it or whatever but because um, it'd be a lawsuit, right? Right, that's the bottom probably, line. Probably, yeah, they probably. don't
1: want the lawsuits because the lawsuits go on indefinitely and in they're enormous sums. So instead of doing the right thing and and uh, taking care of it, they just deny it and they sweep it under the rug and they let people.
0: Yeah, die. So. yeah. So what happened was, is this VA doc um, started giving these two formulas to the veterans and it worked, and it was helping to sweep out the depleted uranium. That is our, and we combine those two formulas, that's called toxin detox. So for those of you listening, especially for military vets that you were exposed to those situations, we all are, I mean, at some level, because there's this thing called wind, right? Like over here in Eastern Oregon, they have a a thing called, uh, and and then in um, Washington, there's a, a nuclear facility called Hanford, and that thing's blowing nuclear irradiation, and then there's just, you know, Fukushima, and there's just, we're exposed to a lot of stuff today and the reality is, is we got to get that stuff out so anyway i just wanted to bring that up because there is hope and a lot of times um veterans you know the problem with veterans that i found out is they're too proud and the way you were trained it's just like you know you know you know stiff upper lip you know get it together soldier don't be a wussy you know that type of mentality but the reality is i lived that way for many years and i was bleeding rectally. Elbows, overweight, mental fog, all these issues. And finally, I learned about detox and proper nutrition and I was able to heal myself. Right. And here I am 10, 11 years later. And I feel like I'm 19 again and I'll be 48 in June. So about 10 years your junior. But, um, you know, I don't, I know a lot of people my age now, they can barely get around, you know, yeah. and veterans, I mean, shit, even in their 30s, they're falling apart. True. Falling apart. Like it's like, cause they've been, they've been put through so much. And so why don't you tell us about like, what was the, um, what was the food like over there?
1: Uh, it depends on, on where you are. I mean, there's the food, obviously varies everywhere. I could say in one, one location, desert shield, desert storm, you know, we were eating a lot of MREs. And so that that mm-hmm. wasn't great. So we, we would, if we didn't That's have not night, fresh. <laughs> no, if we, if we didn't have night training, we would uh, jump in the Humvees and, and drive uh, pretty significant distances just to go to different eating facilities, chow halls for the military to try to see if we could find something a little bit unique and different, a different type of food. So uh, we we're, we we're drive to all these different locations and it was a whole fun story in itself. But uh, hmm. um, yeah, we ate a lot of MREs over there, hundreds yeah. and hundreds of MREs man. God, <laughs> We were yeah. up there for seven months. And a lot of times three meals a day would be MREs. And it's just, that's not optimal, obviously. No way. It's the the the
0: opposite. It's the opposite of fresh. Did you guys ever find anything like any apple trees or berries you could eat when you're out in the bush?
1: Uh, Well, in different places we we would, like in the Philippines, you know, there's stuff that grows wild and naturally and some other places, but uh, generally not. You know, you, you. You bring the the food that you need, so that it's even if it's not that nutritious, you at least know what it is. It's not going to wreck you. Yeah. Like if you get a hold of something uh, that you don't know about, and you eat right, the wrong right, thing right. locally right, on right, operation. So.
0: Oh yeah, bacteria and stuff like that as well. So so the reality is is that all your food was highly processed, packaged, heated. Um, you were exposed to tremendous amounts of chemicals, cleaning solvents, weapons, lead dust. War zones, burning trash, um, exhaust from planes and Humvees, and Boats, tons of a- anthrax shots, and um, and here you sit now. You know you and went
1: swimming through toxic water. You know to get into places. A lot of times, the most stealthiest route is the the la- the least likely route any sane human would take.
0: <laughs> so oh God! There's dude. a factor. <laughs> That could could be a book swimming through toxic water. So literally, so the bottom line is, is that um, there was a lot of abuse uh, internally and externally, emotionally, and physically being a Navy SEAL. That's what it boils down
1: to. And hand-to-hand fighting, you know, wrecking your joints, Uh, took a 35-foot rock climbing fall, even with a helmet on, a massive concussion, broke my back in three places. And, you know, when you're crashing helicopters occasionally and you're taking Fast roping hits and skydiving um, impacts and things that don't quite go right, uh, you know, wrecking vehicles. There's just stuff that happens. It's a violent uh, lifestyle, it's a violent job, and you're carrying heavy equipment. I was like, my rucksack was routinely 120 pounds as a sniper, Mm -hmm. and we're carrying that through terrain of all types, you know, including steep mountains, rocky mountains. And so it's just, yeah, it's, it's an abusive lifestyle on the body it's just and then you know emotionally you, you bury a lot of your buddies you know a lot of your buddies get killed and you go to a lot of funerals and uh there's a lot of separation um you know to deal with and and a lot of that kind of thing too A high divorce rate the seal teams like when i came home from desert storm my first wife was a crystal meth addict and i didn't know what at first what was wrong with her or why she was different than mm-hmm. she had been and financially wrecked me. And of course that was a whole nother series of stressors on my life. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot of impact to to process.
0: Yeah. And work yeah. With. And you're gone. You're away from your family a lot. The ones yeah. you love the most. Yeah. Right. Protecting everybody else. That's true. So you paid the price for it. Now let's take a quick break and when we get back. Um, let's get into some of the solutions that you as a 57 year old, um, Uh, veteran now are doing to um, heal yourself. We'll be right back. Humans only use 10% of the brain and that can't change no matter how much we try. But you don't need to limit your body to the same standards. Bring your cells to 100% with Green 85 Juice Formula. Replace 85% of nutrients your body needs to function to the next level. Our chemical-free juice formula is 100% organic, contains no stimulants, and is made right here in the USA. Visit chemicalfreebody.com and get Green 85 shipped right to your door. chemicalfreebody.com What's up, health heroes? Tim James here. I'm back. I've got Craig Sawyer, Craig Sawman Sawyer in the house. Uh, former Navy SEAL and now 57-year-old civilian uh, veteran, we'll call him. And um, you know, Craig, uh, we just went into you know all the punishment you went through physically and emotionally and spiritually, and um, and now we're we're trying to turn that around. So you know, you you're working with me now on your on your health. Um, I guess what made you decide to to um to to start to you know probably because you're in pain but what made you decide to start working with me and 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 start you know taking some different you know pathways for um trying to heal yourself
1: well because i i'd never gone to a four-year college i made it a habit to continue my education throughout my lifetime and so i've taken dozens and dozens of courses and and learned about all kinds of things. And, and nutrition was one of those um, areas of study that I, I started digging into just on my own back, probably 10 years ago. And uh, I started learning quite a bit that, that I hadn't known, I wish I had, about the food industry and big pharma and all these kinds of things, eye openers. And um, about four or five years ago, I was just taking a, a downturn health-wise. And so we started taking measures to counter that. And it turns out I had uh, a fungus, some kind of fungal problem, and went on a series of antifungals for like six or eight months and and uh, overcame that, changed my diet. I went up to the uh, Cleveland Clinic and they ran 21 vials of blood and doing all kinds of tests. And uh, um, it got to where I could never I could never get the results of, of what they found. So I was, I was very, very frustrated. So I just started cleaning up my diet, getting rid of gluten, getting rid of sugar, getting rid of, uh, um, um, uh, what's it? Uh, glucose, not glucose, uh, gluten. Of dairy? Yeah, gluten. Yeah. And yeah. so I felt much better. And then when I, I learned about you through Matt, Matt's like, Hey, I got a guy here. You're, you're going to want to meet him. So he's, he's fantastic. So, that was the genesis to cause me to to sit down with you and say okay what what do you know what do you have how can i learn from you because i want to really boost my immune system so that i'm not dealing with so much of the sinus pressure and the sleepiness and the slugginess that comes from that mm-hmm. the mental fatigue and you know i've broken a lot of helmets with my head in it and that's not good for the old noggin or the cognitive clarity and right. So, you know, at times I feel like I'm just running through molasses mentally. I can't recall names at a rate that I know I should be able to. And it's frustrating for me. So um, when you started explaining to me, you know, the things that you had learned and what you do, uh, it was a no brainer for me. I thought, OK, let's let's connect with Tim and, and pursue this and and detox and clean out a lot of the problems and allow the immune system to thrive. So that was my kind of path and motivation for what yeah. you. Yeah,
0: and we've just been getting started. I know there's been a, some delays because of your traveling and some on some of the um, things that we need to implement or you need to implement in your life. But um, what was the most um, shocking thing or the top three things that you learned during our first conversation about your health that you didn't know or you thought? Well, well that's, it, that's it was
1: great. a it was a series of things. Part of it was a reminder of, of just how unethical the, the food and drug admin, uh, industries are. And I'd kind of forgotten some of what I'd read. I, I intuitively remembered, but, but, um, when you just started talking about some of it, it some lights started going off. I'm like, man, he's right. I know he's right. Cause uh, I've learned about some of this stuff before, but, uh, you know, just I think I learned more the extent of the chemicals and the additives and the fillers that are in so much of the stuff. And uh, when you went through the list of of products that I that I'd been taking for my health, I, I paid a lot of money for this stuff, and uh, I wanted to be healthy because I was taking them. But I, I felt like it were there were so many products that I was taking, and that I I wasn't feeling better. Like I was chasing it when you went through item by item and said, Oh, okay. Well, no wonder this one's not helping you. It's got this, that, and the other thing in it. And I don't mm-hmm. know why they would put that in there other than it's a filter filler, or an additive or a preservative or something, or it's color or whatever. And it shouldn't have that in there. And uh, so I purged all those products from my, my shelf and it's simplified things. And uh, what I felt from it already is a lack of inflammation, lack of uh, stiffness and soreness because I was just really stiff and sore. And I felt like everything was so bound up and mm-hmm. uh, I figured it was just so many injuries over the years. Well, yeah, I've been injured a lot. and My body has been abused and scarred up, but uh, I already feel a lot better. Yeah. So,
0: And for you guys listening for the listeners, he's, he's basically dumped most of the supplements he's on. There was a couple that I said, you yeah, know, these are okay. And he's continuing with those for now, but then he got on our products and so far, you know, there's been less inflammation, less stiffness and a little bit more energy. Now he's just beginning. Now there's two things that are really important that we're, um, we've talked about before in other episodes, I had Kristen Bowen on and getting your magnesium, your red blood cells to proper saturation for, for this again, for those of you listening, this is, um, besides, you know, you know, drinking lots of water, doing our foundational core four secrets. And I'll just repeat them, especially if there's veterans, because I'm hoping Craig, that you're going to share this with your veteran community. It's going to get out there. Getting your water right is so important. It it is like, it's necessary because your body's mostly made of water. Okay. So, and water is going to keep coming up a lot during our conversations and, um, and during this podcast. So, um, you want to drink half your body weight in liquid ounces daily of purified. And if you live on city tap water, restructured water. So I'll explain. So if you weigh 200 pounds, that means hundred ounces a day. If you're hundred pounds, that's 50 ounces a day. If you live in an arid climate or you're, you know, out there running marathons and 10 Ks, then you might need a little bit more. Um, so it's really important. And what counts water counts, caffeine free teas count. If you're mixing like our green 85 with water, this counts, We have to get hydrated, and 95% of us are not hydrated. So especially for veterans, with the amount of pollution and garbage and toxins you've been exposed to, and this goes for everybody. I mean, everybody's polluted today. I mean, forget just veterans in general, but veterans have more of it. But the damn umbilical cord studies are showing back to 2005 that young babies and young mothers being born today have over 180 chemicals in in the umbilical cord that cause cancer. That's ridiculous. Okay. 212 that cause developmental and brain disorders. That's also ridiculous. And keep in mind, they're only looking for 400 chemicals and that's what they're finding. 71% of what they're looking for. And guess what? There's over hundred thousand chemicals out there. So in reality, the baby's and mama's blood could have up to 71,000 toxic chemicals in it. So this is where we're at today. This no-CMs are dragging down our immune system and making us not feel good. We don't have the energy. We don't have the mental clarity. The cells are just not functioning well because they got a bunch of garbage to deal with. We have to clean that crap out. So this is what is so important. So once we get that stuff out, we take the gut detox, we take the toxin detox, we're flooding our body with the greens, we're rebuilding our gut. um, And then that magnesium stuff, man, is so important. So I'll get to that in a second, but I'm getting lost because I'm I'm all excited about telling all this stuff. So uh, the second thing is now that you're drinking lots of water, you want to chew your food. Okay. You want to chew your food really good. So you were probably in a hurry. I would imagine as a Navy SEAL, were you chewing? Would they tell you to chew your food really well?
1: No, they didn't. That's one of the things they didn't train us on is chewing our food.
0: <laughs> it was probably just eat as fast <laughs> you can and get back to work. Right. It's probably what it was. So that's important. Like it's super important. It's the first step in digestion. And most of the digestion actually happens in your mouth. That's where all these enzymes get secreted. They go into the gut and then they start breaking down your food. Um, less than four percent of the populations chewing their food well. This is a game changer. If you're experiencing gas and bloating and you're having poop problems, this is step one in the domino of digestion. You got to get it done. Step number three now is that you're drinking lots of water and chewing your food. You want to avoid liquids with meals. So those enzymes you worked really hard to load the food with in your mouth, If you drink purified restructured water or beer or wine or apple juice or whatever, you're going to dilute them and you're going to go from digestion and assimilation of nutrients, which is what we want, back to fermentation and gut rot. And you're going to destroy these intestinal villi or hair-like structures lining the intestinal tract. So it's very critical to stop drinking liquids a half an hour to an hour before you eat. And then after you're eating, about an hour to two hours after, then drink liquids again. So there has to be a break of liquids while digestion is taking place. Otherwise you, again, you dilute those digestive enzymes. And we're talking about like less than 2% of the population is doing this. So most of you, 98% of you listening have major rooms for improvement here in your gastrointestinal health. Then the last one is doing some breath work before you eat. It's simply like doing this. You sit down and you go in through the nose and pause and then breathe out through the mouth. Just a nice, long, slow flow and then you pause at the bottom with your lungs completely empty. And then you repeat it back into the nose, suspend the breath at the top and you hold and then you release. Okay. You just do this for a minute or two and all the blood, cause you're in fight or flight mode, whether you think, cause we live in a stressed out life today, society, the blood then leaves the extremities and goes back into the organ system. So you can digest your food properly. Those are the core four secrets you know, taking our products. And then we want you to get your red, your magnesium levels up. Now I've shared with Craig and he's going to get the stuff ordered and you're going to do the foot soaks, right? And if you guys want to listen more about this, you can get, you can go to episode 56 of the health hero show. when I interviewed Kristen Ballen, a 20 year expert on magnesium, and you'll see why it's so powerful and so simple and so profound for your health End result people in our community are having better absorption of nutrients, uh, better digestion and elimination. They're having better sleep. They're having better energy. They feel better. Um, I had a 60-year-old man tell me that he got morning wood for the first time in 20 years after he added the magnesium soaks to his lifestyle. So we're talking about some profound things, increased blood flow, lowered um, uh, better cardiovascular health. I mean, magnesium is a very, again, listen to episode 56. I'll go into detail. Now, the other thing, Craig, that you haven't implemented yet because your wife is a uh, bargain hunter is the um, is these these infrared saunas. Now, this is something that's so passive and everybody needs to get one of these things because they will detox you at the deepest level. Now, if you already have an infrared sauna, that's great. They do work at some level. I was a sauna dealer for 10 years and I just sold my $5,400 sauna and I bought one of these $1,900 units. Now, you can get them for also for $1,300. And it's pretty much the same show, but, um, in fact, it's almost identical, so it doesn't really matter. But, um, I started getting acne for like three weeks and I eat pure as a driven snow pretty much. So what did that tell me? It was pushing stuff out at a deep level. So what I want to do, Craig, is I want to get you back on in a few months, maybe three, four, five, six months after you've gotten the magnesium soaks, you've got that dialed, you've been sauning, you've had more experience with the products. And then we're doing some other stuff for your cognitive health, um, to get you off some other products you're using right now, but they got a couple things in them. We don't really like, you know, we want to get off of those and we'll get you on some other stuff and then have you back on and then, and then see how you feel. But, um, um, I think it's really important for people to understand that the stuff that I'm sharing with you today will move the needle so far um, in your health. Like you can recover, you know, you don't have to suffer. So how many guys do you know, Craig, um, uh, that you've worked with in the military that are that are suffering right now?
1: Oh, yeah, most of them. Yeah, a lot of them are, especially from DevGrew, they're they're wrecked, man. Yeah,
0: and good. then where do they go? Are they going to alcohol? Are they going to drugs? A lot of them Overeating. alcohol, yeah, Alcohol's
1: big. Usually alcohol is basically
0: alcohol. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's 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 tough because there's a lot of emotional stuff there. And and you know, the emotions come up, they use alcohol to push it down. The pain comes up. The alcohol's there can kind of cover, you know, kills two birds with one stone there. You got takes care of the pain and the and physical pain and the emotional pain.
1: But then you gotta wake up. And, yeah, yeah it you always wake up to destruction,
0: and destruction though. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, then you wake up and you gotta do it all over again. And slowly over time you're you're destroying yourself. And god dang it, if you like if you were like Craig and you, and you decided to, you know, keep our country free and safe, like, like we're here for you. Like we, you, you deserve to feel good. Bottom line, you should wake up and feel good every day. And if you're not, we want to help you. You know, I, I was on um, DefenseReview.com. I had an article posted a year or two ago. It was like how um, it was about post traumatic stress. And I wrote a, a, an article about it. And we have a five-step program to help people with that. So what I found that was interesting was that, Um, post-traumatic stress had nothing to do with deployment. So the amount of military people that weren't even deployed had the exact same amount of post-traumatic stress. So what we found out was it was the military training itself that was causing it because they teach you to remove things like empathy. Well, that's good when you're, when you need to cut somebody in half, it's going to blow up your Humvee, but not really good when you're dealing with your wife or driving through traffic when some jackass cuts you off. Right? Right. And then it doesn't work really good in the civilian world. So we really want to make sure that our veterans are taken care of and they understand that they're loved. And the most important thing for veterans is to, you know, find get together with other veterans, get together with somebody like a Craig Sawyer that's, you know, working on his health and he's moving forward and improving his health. And, and, and you can actually have a conversation with him and, and people like him because a lot of times, you know, guys just, especially military guys, they're, just, they're not going to tell nobody. They're not going to tell nobody and they have to reach out. It's one of the most important keys was work, get in a group of other like-minded guys that you can feel comfortable with. So you can share stuff and not feel like you're, you know, you know, an emotional wussbag, bag and you're not at all, but that's how you've been trained. And then number two, um, it was to find somebody good, like a good, a good therapist, like a really good one. And the trouble with them is 95% of them are crazy. So if you've went to therapists, um, especially for the veterans out there, or anybody listening, and you had not good results, well, it's because 95% of them are crazy themselves. It's you really have to find a good one, but there are good ones out there. So you got to sift through them. And, um, you know, you don't go buy the first car that you go to a car lot. So why would you pick the first therapist or psycho psychotherapist or psychoanalysis person? So find a good one. And then we got to get your health, right. If you get your health, right, the emotional and the mental and the spiritual stuff will fall into line and you'll have a much better, um, opportunity to, you know, improve that. So, um, okay. So how are you looking moving forward with your health? Um, are you excited about it or, um, how are you feeling right now?
1: Yeah, I am. I, I, I know that there's gotta be stuff. That's uh, compromised my, my health and my immune system that uh, I was exposed to a long time ago. And I, I the idea of doing a deliberate cleanse and allowing my body to throw that burden off all those toxins and get rid of it. Yeah. Stuff that gets trapped in the liver and all that, that uh, you were explaining to me. I'm excited about getting rid of that. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and I feeling I, how that feels, you know, to, to not have that uh, trapped in there anymore.
0: And I hope that you are able to get that sauna secured very quickly because I want you to be like on my gut detox product, drinking lots of water, taking the greens a couple times a day, doing the turmeric. That's really huge for anti-inflammatory. And then doing that sauna for a month, because in June, what I'm going to have you do is we're going to start doing liver gallbladder flushes once a month. And you're going to shit the first time you do it. Like literally you're going to shit out about three to 400, probably two to three, 400 stones are going to come out of your liver. And you're going to be like, what the hell? Like, you're. I mean, I, I don't know if I told you this. I think I did, but you know, should I out.
1: start a pet rock store? Should I name? Well, them all he, and sell yeah, them? yeah. Here's what. You, here's what you do.
0: Like, um, my girlfriend, who's also one of our coaches, Rebecca. She um, she's pretty smart. She's documenting everything. I mean, I've taken pictures a couple times when I've done it, but she's literally not only taking pictures of the stones and putting them on paper, like every time you know, and, but she's also saving them in a jar and freezing them. So as she's doing her, as she keeps doing the stones. So eventually, cause what you'll do is we'll do the liver gallbladder flush every month until no more stones come out. And it might be two months, three months, four months, six months, 14 months, but eventually we're going to reach a point where they stop. So what I want you to do, if you want to is save them. And then at the end you can, you can like, you know, have them there and you can see how much stones, like, like it's shocking, dude. Like she's got a glass jar about this big around and it's probably already about half full of stones after just doing a few of them. I just did one like a couple of weeks ago and I had another 300 stones come out of me like 300, right? That are blocking the bile pathways in my liver. Well, you think that might be a problem? How many people today are getting liver or getting gallbladders removed? It's because they're, they're plugged full of stones and it's, and then it gets infected. So um, I actually saw a guy in New Zealand that was scheduled for emergency gallbladder surgery, but he heard about this technique and he got on a plane, which you're not supposed to do. And he flew to West Palm Beach, Florida, went to Hippocrates Health Institute and he did this liver gallbladder flush and he flushed out like 500 stones. And then he never, he never had, and then he kept doing it um, and he, he never had to get his gallbladder removed. But the doctors will just tell you, oh, you don't need it. It's no big deal. Just cut it out. It's like, well, why the hell is it there in the first place? Like, it's pretty important. It's a big part of your lymphatic system and your digestion. You know, it's a huge part. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break, and then when we get back, we're gonna get into something. What what Craig's been up to um, lately? You know, he's a guy that never stops, right? So, and when he was twenty three, he left his comfort of his um, fancy job that he had, making all that money, to go protect us. And um, now that he's a retired veteran. Um, He's got a new cause and he's still protecting us and our children. So we'll find out about that when we, when we come back, we'll be right back. You want the absolute best for yourself and you want it to be easy. That's why we created green 85. It helps with detoxifying the body gently. We're proud it's chemical free. Unlike almost all other supplements, you'll find bottom line. Green 85 will get you healthier. We look forward to hearing what Green 85 did for you. To get this product and our other amazing products, go to chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. What's up health heroes, Tim James here. I'm back with Craig Sawman Sawyer, retired Navy SEAL um, veteran. Craig, um, know we talked about all the garbage that you were exposed to and the toxins and the abuse that you took physically emotionally and spiritually in the first segment then we got into like solutions and kind of what you're doing moving forward we highlighted some of them i know behind the scenes you and i are working on a lot of stuff Um, and that's good and we hope that for the veterans out there that are listening that you take this stuff um to heart and realize that there are other people out there that care about you right don't feel isolated we're here for you um, you can always call us. You can call our, call us right now. 888-368-9898. That's our 800 number. 888-368-9898. Just think of it as a support line. Or you can also email us at support at chemicalfreebody.com. Support at chemicalfreebody.com. I always make time for veterans and um, and and people servicing in the military. And that goes for law enforcement. That goes for firefighters. That goes for anybody. I mean, if you're a hospice worker and you got issues or a 911 caller, just go ahead and reach out. We're we're here for you. All right. So, Craig, now you had this big, uh, you know, this big, huge goal to become a Navy SEAL. You knocked that down. You protected our country, did awesome stuff, did some crazy things. I bet you we could have you back on just doing story time and it'd blow people's minds and make their back hair go up on the back of their neck. But let's talk about what you're doing today. And I want to talk about um, my T-shirt, uh, V4CR, VetsForChildRescue.org. VetsForChildRescue.org. This is your organization. What is it, and why did you start it? It
1: It's a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and I started it to expose the biggest threat, I think, to to the future of our nation, child trafficking, and uh, not only expose it, but eradicate the problem. So we filmed a documentary, ContraLand, which you can catch if you go to our website vetsforchildrescue.org you can see it linked to there it aired to 90 million households in u.s and canada on july 25th so it took us three years to film that but it's an empowering data dump and factual expose of what's going on with with the trafficking of children for several reasons one primary reason is is sex but it's a financial industry's a big it's the biggest crime spree really going so <clears throat> very upsetting for me to learn about and I, I realize knowledge is power and American people can't combat a threat and a problem that they don't know they have and just like a health problem if you're if you're ill you need your doctor to be honest and tell you so that you can begin combating the problem right so, uh, this is no different. Our nation has a problem, and uh, it's it's being kept secret. And so, I think the best thing to do is expose it, rip the lid off of it, shine the light on it, let the American people see the factual evidence of what's really happening, so we can, in the end, just simply safeguard our children from it.
0: Yeah, change I our culture
1: to 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 turn against this abuse and protect I, the children.
0: I think the hardest part about this, about what you're doing, is having people believe it because the reality is is that most people are good decent people they wouldn't even think of you know maybe somebody would tell a lie maybe they did something maybe they did something bad to somebody maybe when they were younger they stole a the car or you know did something crazy or maybe they did some drugs or whatever um they did somebody wrong they feel bad about they made amends but most people aren't going to the level of you know like you know raping a child right or molesting a child or doing even worse things. And so you can't, it's hard to believe that that stuff happens, but you know, I've done some research on this and um, it's one of the reasons why I personally donate to Vets for Child Rescue um, every year. And I will continue to, is to give you guys ammunition to go out and do what you're doing. So, you know, in my study I found, and maybe you can correct me on this, but there's over 800,000 children that go missing in the United States every year. And over in Europe, it's over a million. Is that correct?
1: It depends on what year it is. Yeah. They say it's, it's closer to, it's over 4,000 now, but eight, 800,000, uh, 400,000 now, 800,000, uh, um, like four years ago, I think is, is the the timing. So the problem is they can't really accurately map out the data because this is all off the books. It's run by, uh, corrupt elites that, um, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell catered to on one front. And, you, know, um, you know, the Hollywood the corruption are, is involved in it, big DC corruption. So some of that uh, you're not going to be able to track and and all the way down to the, the gutter pedophile and the MS-13 and Mexican drug cartels moving. It's all a big secret crime spree. So it's not like um, they can track it all and accurately map out the, the the data. So they can estimate by, by how many cases they're breaking, how many captures they are making, but uh, the rest of it's uh, speculatory. So frustrating, but definitely a huge problem. Huge, huge problem. Yeah. It's
0: a huge problem. And, you know, you can work really hard, like, you know, on your health, you can become a really healthy person. Your spouse can be healthy you work really hard on that, and then so you can have a healthy child, but then your child could get snatched. And like people don't realize that there's like people that are snatchers, Like they, their job is to go out and snatch kids and bring them in, right?
1: Yeah. And, and if your child's a runaway, that's almost guaranteed. They're, the, the stats are overwhelmingly that they're going to end up being trafficked. So we have to be aware of this. We have to be aware of of how the predators stalk the children on their smart devices and their phones and the apps and how they geolocate and and conduct facial recognition on the children. And and your your children are really in danger if they don't know what type of uh, predation is out there and and what apps and everything are are problematic. So that's why we put a lot of that information on Vets for Child Rescue uh, website as well to empower the people on, on what to look for. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot of ways that it happens.
0: So know. is there something like, I mean, was this just a problem you saw that you wanted to get behind or did you have any personal reasons for wanting to do this?
1: I got, I got informed by some people from the intelligence community and from uh, federal law enforcement. Uh, one guy from the CIA that had uh, learned quite a bit about it in Houston and then some other feds that have been part of raids and recoveries and, when they were explaining to me how dark and abusive it actually is and how how um, pervasive, how utterly prevalent and pervasive this is. 38 to $50 billion a year criminal enterprise. That's bigger than all pro sports combined. So that's a lot Jeez. of revenue. And, and you have to try to imagine how many children have to be bought and sold to generate that level of revenue that's absolutely staggering dude, so
0: think about that think about everybody going to like yankee stadium and the baltimore and the just the seattle seahawks and like all that revenue and the t-shirt sales and the beer sales and the pop sales and then the, the commercials and the ads that run during football season and hockey season and basketball season and shit i mean dude it's insane like yeah. this is a big problem
1: and now what will come out more and more in the future is our federal government, you know, our our Customs and Border Patrol and other agencies. They're being told to assist with these illegal immigrants coming into the United States. And uh, uh, one of the big things is they, they uh, there's a mandate that they not. Slow down or hassle anybody with a a child that has a child. I'm like, here, okay, here's our child, so you have to just let us on in because we're a family unit. And there's a lot of children, millions of children, being abused as and trafficked as this additional member of a of a of a group to call it a family unit, uh, just so that they can um, expedite their illegal immigration in the United States. And I'm learning about that from all directions and I've been doing ride alongs on the border and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's just big, man. And uh, it's, it's very upsetting uh, problem to deal with, learn about all the harm from the victims and the survivors and, uh, and even law enforcement that are seeing the cases and making the recoveries and things like that. And even uh, in running our operations, you know, um, listening to the predators come and express what they want to do to the children and, seeing how many respond to an ad when we put it out for a 12-year-old child, how many predators come running, how quickly. And it's it's sickening, man.
0: Yeah. Well, you guys yeah. are the cleanup crew. You know, and I, I remember reading like, you know, it's really bad, like in some of these countries like Honduras sort of are trying to get the hell out of there. And even knowing this, the parents will still go or take their kids or send their kids, knowing that like the girls have like a seven or eight to- eight out of 10 will get raped just on the way up. It's that it bad where they're heart, living to, to go through that. Right. And then we yeah. look at like Dennis yeah. Hastert, who used to be this um, speaker of the house. I mean, he's a convicted pedophile. That guy was like, if the president and vice president would have got killed in a mountain biking accident or something, you know, or their plane crashed or whatever, then that dude would have been president and he was a pedophile. Right. So yeah. it's all through government. Uh, my, my guess. Okay. I guess that would be an assumption, and but yes. um. I mean, what do you think about that?
1: I think that it, it boils down to a lack of moral character and moral courage. People determined to live a decent lifestyle and just not be... You know, somebody said to me years back, he goes, you know, I, my my idea on religion is just don't be a scumbag, you know? <laughs> and I think that... It, you know the Bible should should have maybe had a, a line in there, like line number one, you know, or or, or uh, the first of the ten commandments. Number one, don't be a scumbag, total scumbag. And if if a lot of people just started there, I think would be better off. But it seems like people don't want to pursue an, a lifestyle of excellence when it comes to morality and health and so many other things that'll allow you to have your genuinely your best life. They're like, ah, I don't subscribe to that part of it. I'll just do my own thing over here. I want to be a chain smoker and I want to rape children and I want to do things that are, are just going to destroy me in time. It, it's perplexing to see people do that. But I think the, the state of our nation is because we have ignored the, the principles that this country was founded on and one of those principles was moral decency, man, just mm-hmm. being uh, a, you know, a lot of our founding fathers were Christians, and Jesus was a loving, kind, and gentle dude. And uh, I think if a lot more people subscribe to those principles and live that way, they'd be a lot more happy and fulfilled, and we certainly wouldn't have this problem.
0: Well, I think it goes it goes deeper, too, because, like, if you look at um, – like, you know, the school shootings and stuff like that. I got into that for a while. And I and I found out every time there was a school shooting, over 90% of the people doing the school shootings were on pharmaceutical drugs. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So the reality is, is moral decent people. Yes, I think we're all that way. But some people have chemical imbalances or they were molested when they were kids. They were hurt really bad. No mom, no dad, foster care, abuse, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're on some drugs that make them have these crazy thoughts suicidal thoughts rage thoughts this type of stuff so and then they're deficient in nutrients they're polluted they have no goals they have no family support there's no love in their life and it, it, these people are now they're just this 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 environment is manifesting and producing uh, more people like this so i think if they're they're a product of a, a poor environment like you were saying
1: yeah, but for me, I think it all it all originates back to a a, a breakdown in the moral decency because that's where you get a corrupt um, food industry and a corrupt drug industry, and corrupt politicians that don't enforce the law and keep these things from happening, and you have a a growing pervasiveness of abuse. And it just kind of grows and spreads and a lot of these other things are symptoms of that initial problem of just being a basically yeah. decent human being telling the truth and to be a person of your word and just doing uh, the right thing. You could have a, your best and most fantastic life that way. So I think over the generations, it's it's just gotten worse and worse. And so now that we've gotten outright corruption, I mean, there's a lot of it you can't. Ignore or explain away or pretend that it's just incompetence. Um, No nation. Well, I don't want to get into a political thing. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot of problems. And
0: uh, well, let's let's turn it around then. So, and I want everybody to go when you're done. Go to vets. We'll put the link down below. Go to vetsforchildrescue.org if this message is resonating with you. Donate. This is a good cause. Like you know, when we had that COVID, the first COVID relief package, there was like 900. Billion dollars went out and only 200 billion went to us Americans, like 700 billion went to other countries. And I remember reading Pakistan got 10 billion for or 10 million for gender awareness programs, like that was a COVID package, right? And I know you guys could have used that 10 million dollars very effectively. Um, so if you guys can go help, um, clean up the streets literally, um, just like the women's labor movement cleaned up our you know, urine and feces in the streets around the turn of the century and got the child out of the child labor force and got eight hour workdays and and got sanitation workers and plumbers. And that's what improved our health. We can do that again today. Women and men, we can donate to organizations like Craig's and he'll go clean up, clean the streets up. So why don't you tell him like who's on staff? Who do you guys have? How everybody's like it's all volunteer. Most of it, you have some staff members that are paid. You guys are running on a low budget and you guys should be the most funded deal. I mean That's what they should have on TV, not, you know, um, cases of COVID and death count, but it should be children like that are being taken. That should be what should be blaring on every news channel right now. And there should be a donate button right next to it an 800 number to donate to Vets for Child Rescue, in my opinion. So tell us about the high, high level people that are, are coming to your organization and then tell us some, some, sto- some su- success stories of what you guys are accomplishing.
1: Yeah, well, if anybody's seen a Tom Clancy book or film, Jack Ryan is the main character in all of his stories. Well, Jack Ryan was written... His character was written most closely after the real life of Jack Farmer. So Jack Farmer is a friend of mine and he's on our board of advisors for Vets for Child Rescue. And Jack is one of the three guys that presidents over the last several decades have reached to to solve major national security crises over the years. And so it's fascinating to know Jack. And we've got Bob Hamer who was a also a former marine and um, in the FBI he went undercover in a in a pedophile organization called Nambla which is an acronym for North American man boy love Association and they're a pedophile group and they lobby to normalize uh, child rape and um, he went inside and got eight convictions on their senior uh, officials there in Nambla an undercover operation. So, he's a national hero. You can read his his book about that called "The Last Undercover" by Bob Hamer, H A M E R. Fantastic American patriot. Uh, great contributions. And we've got Admiral Moore. Um, he's a, an esteemed aviator, and he was a senior exec at uh, Lockheed for years after after his um, highly successful naval career. And we've got Dr. Judith Reisman who will remain on our board in memoriam. And she's one of my heroes as well. She just passed away a few weeks ago and uh, just two days shy of her 86th birthday. But she spent over 50 years exposing a science fraud named Alfred Kinsey, who was a satanic, not (laughs) satanic, he was a sadomasochistic pedophile. So he um, was a very sick individual and he brought about the harm of a a lot of children in his studies and he falsified the results of his studies starting in avalanche of destruction in the normalization the attempted normalization of child rape so what alfred kinsey because he was a pedophile he wanted raping children to seem somehow normal and good and he went state by state very active and we know now that the cia had contracted him um and i'm researching into more why they contracted him but dr judith reisman exposed that just last year in an extensive study that she had done so kinsey was very highly funded to normalize child rape and pedophilia and he went around to all 50 states and he went i i say the word attacking but our our educational system to our legal system and our psychological health care system to cause those institutions to help perpetuate the normalization, to make it sound like it was somehow normal and good for a full grown man to rape little children. And, uh, not shockingly generally you know, three generations later, we've got an epidemic of child rape and pedophilia and child trafficking. So, uh, Dr. Judith Reisman is, um, She'll remain on our board in memoriam uh, for her contributions and uh, just another hero of mine. So those are some of the people on our advisor board. We've got other business leaders on our board of directors and um, veterans from every spec ops unit out there and intelligence agency on my Viper team, which are the more the direct action guys that uh, work with us, Um, mainly our Viper team, our Overwatch for our joint operations that we run with um, federal and local law enforcement arresting child predators. So we've, so you
0: guys are actually going out and, and and saving the kids yourself and arresting these guys physically one-on-one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's, it blows my mind that like you have to start your own organization to do this, that our, our local feds and like police force aren't I mean, I don't know if they're doing this or not, or at what level. They're but... they're
1: doing it, but there's there's a wide range of cr- crimes that they are responsible for combating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And now, with the demoralization of and the humiliation of our law enforcement and the defunding of them, there's a lot fewer of them, and the mm-hmm. ones that remain are not as motivated. They've been beat down. They've been undermined. They've been painted as horrible abusers by hostile news media and hostile political agendas. And it's tragic because we, the people lose when we don't have protection, the predators run rampant. And that's, what's happening right now. Our borders are, are down. Our law enforcement are being eliminated and the predators are being released from prisons. It's an absolutely unthinkable chain of events that's um, that's perpetuating and, and accelerating the destruction of our security here in the United States.
0: Yeah, uh, so we really need um, to get you. you guys need like a billion dollars right now. Like yeah, we do. Right, I mean, like, like right now. But how, we, why don't you tell we us? We are some so effective stories? with
1: with the what the what we do have. I mean, people can look at our financials that are posted right on our website and be proud of everything that we've accomplished with what we've had. So we don't have big funding, but we have um, moderate funding with a lot of small donations from good people who have faith in us and are watching us go. And we're grateful for it. So, uh, man, we've got 23 predator arrests with a 100% conviction rate. And we put out an ad once in Connecticut and in 30 days, a local ad got for a one 12 year old girl offered up for sex, uh, 5,000 local predator responses in 30 days so it just lets you know the the prevalence of it so um success stories we've had recoveries although our primary job is to expose the the problem Uh, Mm -hmm. but it does feel good when we're able to pull people out of child trafficking and and put them on their path to a better more beautiful life and uh alerting the populace man we've got nascar placement and billboards across the country and flyers and social media campaigns. And, um, you know, I do a lot of public speaking now. And uh, in fact, I'm going to Dallas for four days, uh, to, to speak at a, a big event there uh, yeah. with a lot of American patriots and just good quality people. and uh, Matt couch is running that, you know, the, the guy that introduced you and me. Right. So, yeah,
0: I, I just spoke at a, like a Mayday event. Um, just, you know, what was it a weekend or two ago, two weekends ago, and I was wearing this shirt and I had about half a dozen people are like, Hey, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you know what this means? They're like, oh, hell yeah. I know what it means. Like they know, they know what veterans for child rescue is. And they were all veterans themselves. So right on. you're getting out That's there. Awesome. Man. This is out here in Oregon city. Oregon is where I spoke at the courthouse and there was like half a dozen people came up to me just because of the shirt.
1: Wow. Well, I, I don't know why, but it, it, hits me pretty hard, uh, positively so, when I'll go to speak somewhere and I'll see a group of 10, 15, 20 people with the Vets for Child Rescue shirts on and they've come there to support. Like, okay, it's not all just me because with everybody separated with COVID and we just work away and grind away and I'm dealing mm-hmm. with with lawyers and, and um, investigators and district attorneys and just staff and on and on and on it feels sometimes very very small to me and i forget how many millions of people are seeing contra Land that the that the word is getting at that it is working you know until i get out and i'll go speak and i'll see people that that show up with with the apparel on and they're like man we're with you you know we care too and it's that's pretty that's a huge boost man it's a huge boost so Shame on me for being surprised by that whenever I run into groups like that. But it is motivating, and I, I do appreciate it. It's really cool. Yeah, really
0: it's fun. really cool. It's um, one of the um, shirts that I'm most proud to wear. I'll tell you that. So, um, well, I'm going to do my part, man. I'm going to help lead you so that you can have kick-ass health and have the best mental clarity so you can – kick ass with and keep this organization running and growing it and being out and speaking and and speaking and having a high vibrational frequency to attract more people to this cause. Um it's not something I wish we even had to talk about, but the reality is is it is. And yeah. the thing of it is it's it's those it's the intangible no It's like the pesticides and the fungicides and the herbicides and the larvicides and all the little tiny the nano sized aluminum particles and the things that are in things that you can't see that are harming your health. That's in the air, the food and the water. Well, we have, we have a big huge white elephant in the room and just because you can't see it, it's there. We have a big issue with child trafficking and pedophilia and decent people need to just, it is what it is. Decent people. Okay. And I know everybody here listens, probably a decent person. So action steps, where do people go? I mean, I've mentioned it a few times, but just go ahead and give out your website. And yeah, man.
1: A- well, share the 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 link for ContraLand to everybody you can. And that's ContraLandMovie.com. And our website's closely linked to that, which is VetsForChildRescue.org. And um, if they go there, there's several steps that they can follow. So they can write their elected officials And make uh, demands on what we, the people want. We want stronger enforcement against this type of abuse, stronger penalties, and we want stronger protections for the children, man. It's very simple and straightforward. Shouldn't be a political issue at all. And so uh, don't hesitate to call and write your officials, all of them, and say, look, man, we want stronger protections for the children. We want better education for the children so they know not to fall victim in the first place. And there's informative um, content on there that lets you know what what type of apps on their phones are most problematic threats to the children. What, which yeah. ones the predators use most to stalk your children on and tips on, on how to yeah. safeguard them and, yeah. and things like that. And we've got all our apparel and merch on there that you can order and buy and wear. And, um, so, yeah, just share it with everybody. And for those of you that are Christians, man, pray, because this is an ugly thing. Good comes from somewhere, and evil comes from somewhere. And they are at odds in the United States, obviously, right now. And this thing with the children is uh, it's evil to harm children. And so please pray over the children for them. Pray for our team and our mission so that one day there is no more problem with child trafficking like this. Yeah. And let's I pray for a day when
0: well, you won't yeah. need a vetch for child rescue and you, you can just go fishing. How does that sound?
1: Uh, that's man. I wish I, that day was today, you know, and until it does, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going to put out work and work and work for that day. Cause there's nothing I'd like more than not have to sweat the load about this and just go chill, chill and grill, man. That's where I want to be.
0: Well, unfortunately it takes, you know, um, financial backing to get some, some of the stuff done. I know a lot of your people on your team are all volunteer. They're volunteering their time, their expertise, and their hours, but you guys could use it. So I have two big takeaways for this podcast today. Number one, if you're a veteran law enforcement officer, or just somebody that's uh, dealt with, um, you know, uh, physical, emotional, spiritual abuse on your body um, and your soul, like we want to help you get well. We want to help you get that body right. Get your vibrational frequency back and start feeling, because uh, remember, there's a universal law and that universal law is that you exist. And the the universe and creation would not have put you here if you didn't have a purpose. Believe me, creation makes no mistakes. Okay, so you're here for a purpose and we want to make sure that you um, fulfill that purpose. And we, what I can do is I, we can help you out on the health end and some emotional stuff. We're here for you. We're here for the vets. We're here for the law enforcement, anybody else that needs that. So you guys can reach out to us, reach out to Craig, and he's going to be an example because we're going to get him back on in three to six months after um, he's followed my lead for a while and um, and check in and see how your health's doing. Um, the second big takeaway is that I want everybody listening to this episode to share it with everybody you can get your hands on. Um, get people to Vets for Child Rescue. Take the link, share them, go to ContraLandMovie.com uh, and share the movie and just watch it and watch it and then motivate it and then get out your checkbook and get out your credit card and start donating, set it up on a monthly. Um, you want to do a big annual, like why give to organizations like the American cancer society? Like they have a good stick, but the reality is, is that cancer is getting worse and worse. So what they're doing is not working. Okay. The more money Craig's organization gets, the more people that will be arrested and the more children that will be saved. And the quicker we can clean up our streets and we don't have to worry about, you know, um, you know, somebody snatching our kids. It's ridiculous. That's where we're at today. So um Craig, thank you so much for coming on today, brother, and and sharing um, you know, um, you know, your your story personally about your health and all that stuff and what your new journey is to get healthy. And then also everything you do with vets for child rescue. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there, dude, that are following you and you just keep doing what you're doing, man. You got a, you got a lot of love and support behind you, man.
1: Right on, Tim. Thanks so much. I, I hope this uh, resonates with people and and uh, brings about uh, some more change, more positive change. So, thanks for your part.
0: I appreciate it. So, everybody, take action. And for all of our listeners around the world, we love you guys so much. We're here to help you with your gut health. We want to take care of your kids too. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll talk to you again next episode. See you soon. Bye bye. Thanks for listening again to the Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself. Change your world, and we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James.